You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 632, recorded on October 24th, 2017. Brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringBadges.com, and MiniDoMore.com. Mini trailers, bike racks, and trailers. That's MiniDoMore.com. Is everybody ready? Ready. Hey everybody, it's DB in Arizona with a brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio rocking pretty much a full crew tonight for you guys. We're going to got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, joining us this evening as always, my good friend Todd Pearson from MotoringStripes.com. Todd? Here, present. Excellent. Yeah, uh, the good reverend is here as well from DetroitTune.com, Mr. Chad Miller. Chad? Freshly off a wedding. Nice, that's right. You actually wow. did the reverend thing this week. I forgot about that. Uh, our man, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Our man, uh, the diva, Mr. Gabe Bridger from Motoring, MotoringFile.com. Gabe, say hi. I reject. I reject that. That. Uh... <laughs> Adjective. Gabe, you're gonna know. have you're gonna have Todd make wow. you a red dot for your iPhone for your for your watch. So, yes. okay. And then of course, I mean, I, I didn't ask for it. That's... I mean, it's. Yeah, it's very voiced upon me. Uh, okay. I'm going to make one right now during the show for myself. <laughs> and then and then our resident mini genius, uh, Mr. Brian Dallas, is joining us as well from Red Bikes Radio. Brian, say hi. Uh, guten Tag. Yes, guten Brian tag. is fresh back from Germany. He actually did a special thing just for mini geniuses uh, last week. We're going to talk about that. Gabe's going to chime in probably on some JCW stuff. Uh, Todd will probably talk about his car some more somehow. Figured a way to work that in. And uh, Chad will tell some cool <laughs> stuff as well. <laughs> It was nice having a week off. I feel refreshed. I feel anew. It was weird listening to Todd do an intro. Hands up if everybody thought it was weird having Todd do an intro. Okay, thank yeah. you. Hands up. Okay, just making sure. Um, but anyway, that was a really cool show. If you, I know a lot of you guys skipped it, and I don't know why, but you might have missed Woodcast 631. Uh, it was a race car show. It was Todd and Chad and our friend AJ talking about driving minis fast on like autocross and race courses and things. It was a lot of fun. You should go back and listen to it. That's Woodcast number 631. It's in your feed. If it's not in your feed, go download it and get subscribed for crying out loud. It's a really good show. Go check it out. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this for uh, as like an update, and Gabe will appreciate this piece of news. You know, I did the autocross course in a JCW oh, yeah. club, right? Right. And um, there's a picture over there friend, for Wolfcast 631. Mini dealer, who, uh, um, Colin, who uh, uh, also has a JCW hardtop. Anyway, he got to do the course with his JCW hardtop. He had one of the top times. Mm. He was in, like in the top three on in the clubman. He could not beat it in his JCW with the. Uh, uh, JC, I think, yeah, he's got the JCW Pro suspension. Really? He, he could not beat the beat, Clubman? He could not beat the JCW Clubman in the auto. Wow. That's with, not his hard, with his hardtop JCW. I was really and you, shocked. And you know, that. I have to say, I, I keep looking at this picture, Todd, the one that uh, whoever took of you, which is a brilliant picture, of that JCW Clubman. And yeah. except for having the factory stripes and not your stripes, that car looks badass. Yeah. I, I like it. <laughs> I it's, like it, but it was good. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that we're we're having this conversation. Obviously, of course uh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you know, like I I don't Duh. think it's I don't think it's wrong to like a car. I think you know, like I I think it's a great car, but two reasons. I mean, uh, all wheel drive, so you get phenomenal traction and torque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's, yeah. it's at least on an autocross course, it's as fast as a JCW hardtop. I mean, there you go. And that's a lot of all-wheel drive, the way it handles that and the way you can get on the power out of a, a turn so much faster. The all-wheel drive gives you so much more of an issue. Oh, yeah. 
It's crazy. It rained like like uh, cats and dogs <laughs> uh, the past couple of days in in Chicago, and uh, there I find I find no. I mean, it's so much fun to just r- rip the JCW clubbing around corners. Like I mean, it, torrential downpours doesn't matter. And if you start to push, as anybody will, you let off. Back end comes around. A little lift off oversteer, nice. and it notches right into place. All while like you get right back on the throttle. Like it's it's yeah. so it's so controllable, Very and nice. it's uh, you know so everything is sort of measured and expected. It's awesome. Excellent, excellent. Um, very cool. Thanks for that update, Mister. Mr. Pearson, before we actually get started with the rest of the show, let's remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here under the white roof, and that's our friends over at outmotoring.com, but actually, it's our friends over at minidomore.com, M-N-I-D-O-M-O-R-E.com. That is outmotoring.com's industrial division, we'll say. And that's not really true, but it's close enough. That's where you go if you need to pull stuff with your mini. Or you need to haul stuff with your Mini. Uh, you need to be able to pull a small trailer. You need a trailer hitch. You need um, like a, one of those trailer hitch style, the receiver hitch style bike racks for your Mini. Because you have a Roadster, much like I do. And you can't put a regular bike rack on it because of the spoiler. You need to be able to do stuff like that with your Mini. Mini Do More is where you want to go. It's M-N-I-Do-More.com. I want you to go over there. I want you to get it checked out. And then you know you can get prices. Find out exactly everything that you can get. Uh, it's hitches. It's the trailer kit. The, the trailer wiring kit the whole bit all the hitches you can install yourself you can have a guy install it for you it really doesn't matter uh, he also has a, the bike the bike racks for the hitches cool cool stuff i want you to go over there again check that out that's from our friends over at outmotoring.com and that's mini do more.com m-n-i do more.com there's a link at whiteroofradio.com and then you know then click over to outmotoring.com and subscribe to the newsletter so you get five percent discount it doesn't work at mini do more but it works for everything over at outmotoring.com all the car care products all the personal care products your hats your shirts your shoes your watches um, and then all the diy stuff the oil change kits and the tune-up kits and all the little parts and things that you need for your mini especially you guys with the r50 r53s first generation r56s your cars are getting up in age things are falling off let's face it that's what happens with the mini aaron's got you taken care of it over to outmotoring outmotoring.com mini performance speed and tecton tools that's outmotoring.com i say i say we start with brian this evening and I don't think we're going to do Wow, anything. really? Yeah, we're going to start with Brian. Because, uh, uh, Brian, I know it's, okay. it's relatively fresh, and I don't want you to forget. And I know you've been on an airplane in Colorado and Germany and God knows where else you've been in the last week. So before you forget, yeah. um, you got to go to Germany for the Mini right. Genius program. And you're part of your Mini Genius at the Mini Cooper dealership you work at. That is correct. And you made a really, one, you made a really cool Apple, uh, Apple CarPlay video, um, which basically got you that ticket to go. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there were about there are fifty eight B fifty eight mini geniuses throughout the U.S. Out of the hundred and what twenty five hundred thirty dealers that we have, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember the exact number. Um, and it's it's a very similar idea to uh, what BMW does in their stores. However, the programs are vastly different. They're they're like night and day. Okay, so your um, job essentially the the short version of your job is you are in charge of new car delivery. Is that correct? Um, that is half of my job. Okay. I would say, uh, not even that, probably a quarter of my job. Three quarters of my job is what happens after the car has left the dealership. Mm, the so it, it's the second date. It's the it's the post-sale follow-up. It's the hand-holding. It's the uh, helping customers feel more empowered with their cars, especially now since 
we're getting so much technology in them. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I can't, my, my phone no longer pairs with my car. What am I doing wrong? Exactly. And a lot of times it has nothing to do with the car. It has to do with the sequence or with the phone and the car mm. get together. But anyway, um, the post-sale now, we, you know, now that we have touch screens and we have CarPlay and we have all the different systems that our cars are being built at, we're getting, we're moving closer to the complexity of a lot of the BMWs that are, that are out it. there now. Got it. Um, and so it's, it's required that you almost get to a point where you have two separate deliveries. One, you know, when you initially get your car, which should give you just enough information to make you dangerous. Right. And then a couple of weeks later, that's where I come in and, and I help you on your time with the, you know, whatever amount of time that you want, sit down in your car and we go over stuff top to bottom. And then I give them, you know, five to 10 different idiosyncrasies that they may or may not have ever played with. Mm-hmm. And then they feel like they're in charge, you know, Got of it. their car where most car dealers and manufacturers, as soon as the sale is gone, they hand you the keys, you're stuck. Right. Like they, they literally don't care anymore. So um, with BMW and Mini, we're, we're definitely cutting a direction, a, a customer service direction, which is paying off for a lot of, for, for all of us. That so. sounds like it. Awesome. So because of this yeah. and because of the video that you made, which I'll make sure to link up someplace, yep. um, you got invited <clears throat> to go to Germany with other Correct. mini geniuses from around the globe. Yeah, exactly. So um, there are globally 3,500 geniuses between BMW and Mini. Wow. Uh, there are 1,351 BMW geniuses in the United States and 58 Mini geniuses. So the U.S. contingent was 12 of us, two Mini geniuses and 10 BMW geniuses from... Um, the New York area, Florida, you know, uh, Ohio and some other areas, but Allison Finkelstein is my counterpart in North Carolina. She works at flow mini. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was the other one of two that we all got to go to Germany anyway, cut to Germany, um, which was most of last week. We met up in, uh, in Munich and our first day was product presentations and so forth. And we had uh, presentations from our, you know, our senior vice president, Sebastian nice. um, Mackinson, mm-hmm. who uh, I actually had had a chance to do a little Q&A with him afterwards or during the presentation just to talk about the U.S. <coughs> did, you, did, you ask him, did you ask him if he listens to White Roof Radio? I didn't. I didn't have a chance oh, to do that. Oh, Brian. So, but... For for a man who's you know basically planted in Germany and doesn't come to the U.S. very often, he's very interested. I mean, and I and I mean that with like he sought me out uh, later on in the day to have a, a far a further discussion. Wants to know more about what's been going on in the U.S. And I'm not just talking about the Genius Program. I'm talking about Mini USA in general, mm-hmm. just because it seems like you know Todd has mentioned this before, and I'm going to take my genius hat off for a second, but you know we're ruining the brand. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, you know, and straight up is that mini USA is definitely not on the same page as all of the other markets globally, as far as how they run their business. And they've really pushed back on a lot of tools that Germany is pushing to them to help them, mm-hmm. um, to, to be that kid in the corner that says, Oh no, I'm good. You know, you don't have to help me out. Wow. Kind of thing. And I think that that's, um, those days are over so to speak. I think that now, you know, recently we're starting to see a lot more 
influence. And what I mean by that is the electric is one of them that's being pushed harder. Um, and we'll see, I think, a little bit sooner than uh, than we had originally thought of. Okay. Um, the LCI cars are, are probably going to be here a little quicker, too. I mean, even though we have a short window for 18 production, meaning that it's going to be over in March instead of in the typical June time frame, uh, the LCI is going to be a really nice thing. We did have an opportunity to get a sneak peek of... Uh, an LCI F57 convertible nice. that just happened, you know, and I mean by happened, like I'm making air quotes, happened to be in the same place as the new i3s hmm. and then another special car that um, has been rumored, but we actually got a chance to, to see and touch for a little bit. Nice. Um, so what you're saying is the LCI is going to be a 19 model year. Yeah, it will be, but it'll be an earlier release than, you know, say a typical so, year. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and so just to, just to, you know, basically... Uh, go back to modern files as, as we've seen the um, <clears throat> the sources that we've had um, numerous sources on both sides of the Atlantic point to and I think it's spelled out really clearly over there but point to uh, March production yeah. for the LCI and we're going to see um, some introduction of the DCT and certain models in November production yep. None of those, I don't believe, if I'm thinking correctly, it's all motor files, so I'm going off the top of my head. And I don't know if any of those are actually coming to the U.S. or not because of engine um, configurations, but those will be released. And then what's really interesting, so there's the LCI is is a very um, is a very sort of light LCI on the outside with a couple key things, lighting be one, being one of them. Um, and you know we can talk about that in detail. Union Jack taillights. Yep. Uh, the ring now goes 360 yep. uh, through, around the entire light, uh, new LEDs. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really it's really about the technology underneath and inside that's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I, I, I think I would agree. I think what we're going to see out of that production, the November production, will be a launch cars. So we'll see some of those cars will start being fished around, you know, late January, early February, kind of like how the Countryman was. Um, oh, okay. But, you know, as far as the LCI details are concerned, you know, Gabe is correct. Headlights are uh, a new LED-designed headlight um, with the turn signal being completely the entire ring. Nice. Uh, and it will it's bright. And, you know, when I mean bright, so. It's what we see. That's what we saw in the concepts. That correct. Was, I think <clears throat> both the GP concept and the electric concept. Well, uh, actually, no, Todd, it's not. The GP no, concept is the one. Oh, that right. is what the headlight looks like in the in the new car is just like the GP concept. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. The 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 headlight in the electric is actually just <clears throat> is, is a it's design study. Yeah, and then we're also assuming that the taillights, of course, the the Union Jack taillights are coming because we've seen those in in like twelve different cars now, and we've seen them on the ring, um, in spy shots of minis yeah. at the ring. We've seen those Union mm. taillights, so we pretty much know that's coming. That's a given. That, that's no secret. Yeah. No, no, that's not the secret. That's not the stuff that, I mean, yeah, it was great to see that stuff, you know, yeah. in live and in person. But yeah. what really kind of got me was two things, and they were all interior-based. One, obviously, is the touchscreen CarPlay going to come in cars with the, with the XL screens with wireless charging. Nice. Um, and then matter. all minis are going to, basically, you're saying all minis are going to have touchscreens now. If and, they have the XL screen, correct. Oh, if okay. They the if they've got well, the XL so screen. Anything that's a touchscreen is going to have CarPlay going forward. It's not going to be. It'll be part of 
the touch screen. So. so there still will be a small screen that is not touch screen and not CarPlay compatible. Right. <clears throat> right. That is your free. That's your free screen. Yeah. Ah, and that's okay, the one so that'll have the, the that'll be where the backup camera Todd, lives and all that stuff, right? You gotta you yeah. gotta read motoring file, man. I do. <laughs> it's not very clear. You know, I'd read motoring file. I'd read motoring file, I but can't get past I blame, the, I blame, the typos just kill me. I blame me. the editorial. I blame the editorial board. And I don't think the editorial <laughs> staff at motoring file listens to White Roof Radio, so I have a hard time. Anyway, actually, the editorial staff isn't. Is, Squared on there? Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, oh wow. wow. Now you're going to make oh, me I edit, radio, Chad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, I was just going to say it's all it's all robots these days. Oh, yeah. got it. Uh, anyway, Brian, so, can, Brian but, continue or whoever oh, was talking. Yeah, anyway, back, so back to – so we have touchscreen, obviously. Right. But the coolest thing that I saw was – so this will be on the F55, 56, 57, is that there's a new Mini Yours interior – that will light up the old cover for the secret compartment. Nice. That is um, the one that I saw in this convertible was a Union Jack, and it it scaped through the colors like the Mini Yours uh, door panels oh, do cool. in the in the clubs. And Which I it have was, to say, I've only seen one of those in person. Yeah, yeah. they don't they don't exist very often. No, no it's it, it's a big upgrade. I mean, it's probably <clears throat> it's beautiful when you see it. I mean, it's just awesome, and it yes. looks great on that dash. It just really yeah. looks great. Very nice. Um, and some other little tweaks with buttons moving here and there. You know, mini kind of cleaning up. But you know how we they had that whole shopping list of crap that that's always been going sideways since the you know since the F car release in fourteen that they finally started fixing in the Countryman, meaning you know automatic wipers and. This and that, and fixing buttons and moving the sport button, green button signals. to a toggle switch. Yeah. yeah. Turn signals. And so that stuff, you know, that was a great shift to them. So what's going to happen in the LCI is like two steps above that. So it's, we're just, they're just cleaning up the cars mm. and they're making more, vi- more vi- value for what we're getting, which I well, think is what it needs to be. It, it, it does seem like, as much as I think it's a stupid idea to, build cars by consumer like um response and on one hand i think the good consumer response to kind of weed through it and understand what's necessary is what they're finally starting to do and go i, I think one of the number one things in the u.s one of the number one complaints was that directional signal stock and that's why they changed it now it's changed mm-hmm. on all the models to where it sticks down now it's back to mechanical like it was yep. in 2002 to 2006 or seven or and what we're starting yeah, to no, no, Todd, as it was from 1908 <laughs> yeah. to 2005. Now, I, I actually prefer the one that doesn't, that's not mechanical, but I know I'm probably in the minority. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and the other thing, too, is that it's not just aesthetic thing. It's that some of the coding stuff that has always been sort of a head scratcher for a lot of people um, is finally starting to open up. We started seeing some cars just over the last maybe three, four weeks of 18s that are coming coded. So when you lock the car, hold the button down just a teeny bit longer, the mirrors will fold up. Oh, and that's, nice. that's, that's a, and that's a, that's a thing that, you know, when you live in a, you know, a city environment, you kind of fold your mirrors. Yeah, up. dude, I'm, I'm closing my mirrors every day and I, I would yeah. love that. Yeah. And so that's starting to happen now. Um, I just saw, you know, all the X ones are now going to start coming coded like that as well. And it's literally just a switch that's getting flipped in the codes. It's right. Not, yeah. That's something and it's that, one of those uh, you can Mike, think. Something that Marzo does, you know. Yeah, we've that. been doing that for a while now. Yeah, and it's just it's just those little teeny things that have been sort of not done. The panic braking triple flash is is something that's been in BMWs for quite a long time, but 
In right. minis, you don't see it, and now you're starting to see that triple flash. Well, minis so. have got the levels. It's not the panic flash, but but minis have always gotten um, in in the LED taillights. The harder yeah, so those when a, when yeah when L, when ABS is in when ABS uh, is engaged, then you get that all well, of, everything goes on. You know, turn signal, taillight, whatever. All that gets all lit up. The whole right. back end of the car goes lit. Right, right. Um, so anyway. Back to Genius World is that, yeah, the first day was mostly presentations and, uh, you know, meeting of all the, the different 120 different geniuses that we had uh, throughout the country with 11 global uh, mini geniuses from Japan and Korea and uh, a bunch of different parts of the world. So it was very interesting to, to be in a, a very much a minority, but at the same time, we got a chance to hear all the different um, things that goes on. Second day... We got to go out to um, to the track to do, you know, their driving experience out at uh, their academy, which is at an old retired World War II uh, airfield. Very cool. Um, and it was very cool. It's just it's interesting is that I, after the at the end of the day, I was <laughs> had a chance to visit with one of their instructors, and um, it, BMW actually is renting the space from the government, which owns the airfield still. And they are, they have plans of buying the entire um, area. It's like 400, 500 acres, something like that, that's out there. They want to turn into like the best driving experience in Europe for not just BMW, but all you know, a bunch of different brands. So, uh, but anyway, we got a chance to um, do some drifting in some nice. in some diesels, you know, little torquey cars, some BMWs. <laughs> oh, you get to drive some diesels. Uh, yeah, we drove. Well, most of the cars that are out there, obviously, are BMWs. There was uh, a few um, M4 GTSs out there, uh, lots of M2s, lots of M4s, and then you know, the again, a lot of times we're the minority. There were um, about I don't know a dozen or so JCWs. Um, so a little bit of track time on the M2, which was quite impressive. Uh, I have had a chance to get some experience with BMW that I've never had before. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised. So outstanding. How's how's that Gabe? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know why you wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I was it very, depends on the car, but you know, they're generally yeah. speaking like we did about phenomenal. 10 or 15, 10 or 15 laps on the M2. And it was, uh, <laughs> that is quite an impressive automobile. Yeah. Yeah. The M2, I mean, my, That's my nice advice to, to anybody on a track with lots of space is just turn off every aid yeah. And just get your tail out and have the best time of your life. It's yeah. not. It's it's a it's a it, the M2 is a very reliable sort of like gradually like you know what it's gonna do. It's not like a one M that's like it'll bite your head off. Like you know what it's gonna do. It's yeah. very tame and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, we had uh, after that we we went back did a little you know changing of the guard so to speak and then we uh, reconvened at BMW's. They have a pavilion in downtown Munich. Where they hold special events um, and they rent it out to, you know, different corporate types of things, and it's it's basically like a, a very large showcase for the brand, and they have their i8s inside of there and a couple other different cars, um, and that's where I had an opportunity to meet with Sebastian a little bit more, and we got really into kind of some heated discussions between was, him and. Was it during this meeting that you with, that you mentioned to him? Asked him if he listened to White Roof Radio. 
<laughs> yeah, it was after a few beers that with him that actually, you know, I oh, said, okay. do you know Todd Pearson? He said, okay. no. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had beers with him in Dallas, Texas. Come on. I remember that night. Boy, so, that was a good time. Yeah, that was... Uh, you weren't anyway, keep going. So, uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> anyway. Heated uh, discussion. Heated discussion. Heated discussions. Yeah, again, you know, he just kept reiterating the point that they're very interested. But uh, I had a chance to sit down with Gabe Hamilton, who you guys should know, works at MiniUSA. May have heard the name. Um, he works with Decepolo a little bit. and uh, But he runs the BMW and Genius program for the United States and, and is trying to take an active interest in getting that back to line. Oh, nice. uh, after that, we went, out, we went to a tour at... Uh, um, at the museum, at the Welp, sweet. Which uh, I took a lot of pictures of. Pushed it the, there. The, you went to the the museum across the street from the Welp, the BMW museum. Yeah, the BMW museum, and also went to the Welp. Um, the Welp. Uh, the Welp. Yeah. And they gave us, you know, sort of the behind the scenes tour. That's where we uh, had a had a chance to see the LCI car, and then also the new i3s. Um, but. We got to go into this room, and it sh- they showed us their uh, factory delivery system on how that works. And I don't know if you've covered this before in the past, Gabe, or not, mm-hmm. but this is this is like eye-opening how all this... And it's, this is stuff that happens below ground before you even see the car. Like, cars come over straight from the factory, then they get loaded into these uh, carriages, and there are two mm-hmm. robots that stack them, stack the cars in this underground parking structure that is not only temperature controlled, but also oxygen controlled. Like they lower the amount of oxygen in there so that in case there's a fire, it's an automatic fire suppressor. Wow. So it's, 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 and it's just insane how this whole thing works. And then when the customer is coming to pick up their car, the robot comes and grabs the car, loads it in this glass elevator that brings it upstairs. Then the, um, you know, the product person drives it out to these rotating delivery bays on in the middle of the museum or in the middle of the welt. Um, and it's they can do anywhere between you know one and ten car deliveries at one time. Now, <clears throat> DB, cool. just so you know, uh, off hours, these are the same robots that edit Mutter and File. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they use spell check too. Yeah, yeah, they're no, uh, they don't actually, but their native their native tongue is uh, German. German. Got it. Yeah. Brian, that sounds yeah, really awesome. I mean, it was really, it was very, very impressive. And, uh, you know, the, there's the new X3 was there with their new partnership with uh, Specialized. I don't know if you'd heard about that partnership, DB. Their no, Specialized yet. was building a, a, a special electric bike that's going to be sold. They only made like 400 of them. They've oh, already pre sold them all. It's going to go with that. the new X3. Yeah. Yeah. It's going with the new X3. That's that whole um, project with that. Just as long as they don't try to ride that electric bike in New York City, we're going to talk about that more in this week's Ride Bikes Radio. Stay tuned. Yeah, we will. And then on Friday, uh, we had to, we had the opportunity to sort of have a short day, but at the same time, we got to have presentations from the head of product from M, from the M Sport division. Um, we also, you know, had a chance to um, talk about the future development stuff that's coming along, and the Design Works. The head of Design Works was there and presented for, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes about the history of what, you know, have they have brought to this point. Mm-hmm. They talked about the mini, you know, they talked about the mini electric and 
you know, its short amount of time in the U.S. and then what they learned from that, a lot of the technology and stuff that they learned from that ended up going into the i3 and the development of the i3. So it's very interesting how the two brands are sort of staying, they're sharing that much technology where one is developing. The, now the technology from the i3 is going toward the uh, toward the BEV, what, we're, what they're calling the battery electric vehicle mm. uh, mini. Well, let's just put it this way. It's no longer two brands. It's BMW. I mean... It is. It really is, Todd. BMW it presents really itself in whenever you get... <clears throat> In a in a public uh, format, be it um, you know well, they don't go to the Detroit. But it, it's always been that but, way, though. Yeah, it kind of has a, a little bit. I mean, it, behind the scenes, what you're what you're discussing or you're you're talking about um, is is basically what on um, press launches what you see. Like it's it's one it's hundred percent one company, and there's people right who there. cross over who wear BMW nameplates, you know, like little you know, all the time. Like that's totally normal. Which I think is, has pissed a lot of people off over the years, too, because they're like, no, it's mini. It's supposed to be separate. And in the beginning, in 2002 to 2006-ish, if you will, they, they tried to you know still maintain a separate kind of, no, we're our own company. We're separate from BMW. Yes, they own us, blah, blah, blah. Now there's the lines are just completely blurred. I, I well, think, but I, well, it's always it's always been that way. I, mean, I, it's, I, it's, I know behind well, the scenes, Gabe, it's always been that way. But I think on the public, on the surface of it, for the for a very long time in in the early days 2002 2006 they tried to really differentiate themselves and nothing on the mini cooper had a stamp of bmw anywhere on it uh, so and now it, in fact the the iDrive system if you leave it on your car too long yeah it, it turns off it, no it says the iDrive system <laughs> bmw yeah. uh, it says on your mini i have got pictures of this in my car says the BMW yeah. iDrive system will now go to sleep from inactivity. Yeah. And it says that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's after five, five minutes of sitting. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, since since 94, right? You know, it, it's sort of like they kind of, they bought the brands and they got rid of Rover and then they kind of, they kind of left us alone, right? Even mm-hmm. even with the help, just the, like the assistance of the launch in 02 was, you know, that caught us to that point. But honestly, I think it's even farther than say the gen one cars todd it's more even into all the way to the launch of the f56 that was really where we started to see some mm-hmm. true bmw aesthetics in the cars mm-hmm. because even well, in the even in the I mean, gen they, one countrymen they actually saw that, so. they sourced because they it was they finally had a chance to source product from the same uh suppliers that bmw uses yeah. so i would argue you know if done correctly it's a very good thing i mean you know, suddenly, you've got cars that are dramatically better built. Um, that economy of scale there to, to get you a company like, say, Volkswagen. The reason why their technology is advanced to the point it is, is they flirt with number one, number two automaker in the world. Right. On right. The amount of golfs that they sell. So they, think about it this way, Todd. I'm just going to like build on your point. They can afford a qual- like this a, a leather quality on their steering wheel. Right. For five hundred thousand golfs, and right. sell them, you know, for making this number up two hundred dollars. Where Mini has, you know, doesn't it doesn't produce that much, or it was not even five hundred thousand. It's probably a million, and so therefore, Mini has to charge you four hundred for the same quality of leather. It's right. just it, when we say economies of scale, that's what it is. And so suddenly, when somebody's like, "Oh man, I love the golf. It just feels a little bit better. You know, I get more for my money or whatever." Well, yeah. you know, if you're looking at like strictly material you know and, and and you know like raw facts then yeah you probably do 
you you know, and you could of course like that is a slippery slope because suddenly you end up in a Chevy. But <laughs> or, or here's the or something else. Here's yeah. the thing too with economy of scale too, and this has always been the case in the market, is that you say, Yeah, it's cheaper and it, it does seem nice, but you know what? I just saw five of them in the last two minutes. Sure. And also a, there's a there's a there's a right. true difference in the way those those cars drive. I mean, Mini's always right. said and they've never said this, actually, I'm sorry. They've always sort of between the lines, we can't compete at that. So we're gonna make our cars unique and drive differently, which they still do. I know people complain about that, but you get in a GTI, it's a great car. Feels way more grown up than a mini. We don't yeah. just it, it, it's great, but it's a different vehicle. Mm-hmm. So, well, so yeah, we're getting we're getting down to the point, Brian. I want to know if you had any discussion <laughs> this. Basically, like you said, was Sebastian Madison had, had you yeah. know kind of quizzed you a little bit about what's going on in the U.S. Because right now it seems that Mini used to be in a market of its own in the the small premium car, and now most small cars offer the same type of things that Mini does, you know, all yeah. of the, the premium factors. So it, it's kind of a really crowded market in the U.S., which I think is one of the mitigating factors to sales being in the shitter, if you will, um, in the U.S.A. But what mm-hmm. did you guys talk about anything else? We did, and I actually, you know, here's the funny thing is as I'm having this discussion uh, over beers is that uh, Todd Pearson is in my head, and he's like, <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm hearing the whole I'm hearing the whole marketing, you know, we lost our marketing firm and now we're gaining another, you know, and I actually brought that point up to him. I said, look, there is just so much disjointedness of what's going on. You know, we've got different branding on different pieces of collateral, you know, half of it in the old in the old style, half of it in the new style. And it's, you know, are we getting any sort of semblance of order we're two years into this CI already? And and rebrand and and we're nowhere close to two years half. no dude it's, it's almost it's, five years it's almost in. Five it started years. well i mean since February the new ci 14. was the list you know since we got new logos and, and that stuff it's only been a couple of years right no they start they they, they started launched that in the new, new ci in february march of 2014 yeah that's gonna okay. be so yeah that's yeah okay what i'm saying is it's even worse launch what's that What's what did they launch? I'm not following. The you. new branding and logo branding. and all the designing. Stuff. Well, the branding when we change when they went to change to the new logo and the new the corporate the new look and the new CA and the corporate identity. So I mean, it's it's uh. It was actually know, I mean, it was uh, 2015. Is that what you said? July 2015. Okay, 15? so yeah, a couple of years. It's yeah. been a couple but, years. But um, to the to the point is is that it's they understand that, and even at the factory, even in the collateral that was printed. For the for Genius World, still had the old logo on it. Wow! And I even brought that point up to you know, <clears throat> to the head of the thing. I'm like, look, you know, and that's just how it is. If you go yeah. on to BMW Group, the BMW Group website right now, it still has the old logo on it. Right. And so what's crazy to me, I mean, it's a big company, yeah, but but you know, the the whole point is, there's they're supposed to be a small company. They're supposed to be nimble. They're supposed to be, you know, yeah, be able to, to to change in ways that GM, Ford, you know, VW can't. And yeah, they're they're slow at this, um, Brian. I know the new cars, the new LCIs are supposed to have the new logo. They do. And the car that I mean, we that's, saw did have it on there, and it looked yeah, really. Yeah, that's really... that's what I. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. I know it sounds small, but like that was one of the things that when I heard, I was like, oh, thank God. I but mean, it act- how long did that take? But that's one of those but things I, that has I, to can happen. I, can yeah. I tell? I'll tell you another anecdote. Um, so I I talked to a mini designer a couple of years ago, right around the time the uh, the new brand launched. 
Um, I say that in, in very heavy air quotes. And I asked him, hey, when, when should we expect this logo on this car? Because the country, or the clubman launched at the same time, or yeah, right. roughly. They didn't and plan he, on it in the beginning. He, what's that? They didn't plan on it in the beginning, did they? No, 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 they did. He said, oh, it's in the works. I, don't, I actually don't know when that's going to go live. Well, yeah, and, it's going to go live in 19, so, you know. It's, it's crazy to me, and I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, it's like, this is the type of thing that's nobody's fault. It's just there's so many moving pieces, and yeah, there's, there, there needs to be a commitment, a level of commitment to, to change. You know, if you spell it out, you have to follow through. And I think that's what was lacking. I would agree, and I, I think that it's, it goes more to, um, yeah, all the different moving parts, but it would be a lot better if it were a little, a little bit. I mean, if you have moving parts, say, just in BMW itself, that's fine. But if you're going to roll out a full CI, and it's going to be a U.S. CI, then everything has to change. You mm-hmm. can't just do it in one market and then expect it, you know, two years well, later not to see it in any other market, especially I, in your home market. You know, here's something so. here's something that they ran into though head on is this new corporate identity comes out in, in fifteen launches and then they try and tell dealers you have to spend millions of dollars rebranding everything in your building, all yeah. of your all of your everything here and Oh, by the way, our sales are worse than ever. They're right. tanking, and you have no money to do this. So everybody fought back. I think dealers really pushed back, and they're like, no way. We're painting our black buildings. That's going to cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're not making any money. Why don't you give us some help? Mm-hmm. And it's been this, this, this catch-22 situation of trying to roll out this thing when sales are getting worse and worse every month, or they're at least staying pretty bad. I mean, we're talking double-digit bad year over year and when you look at it and, and i think the most um uh, alarming statistic i've seen is from and, and i figured this up from 2013 mini's best year to now sales are down uh 30 percent yeah 30 yeah. percent okay and so i said that to you guys i'm like think about this from in four years can you imagine what you're making now taking a 30 percent pay cut Right. In four years, none of us would do that. No, we'd we'd do anything possible to keep that from anything happening. Anything but right, right. So oh. that's where it is as a company, and so I think that kind of runs into the face of it. And so it's this terrible situation. Is what Mini really needs to do is invest, invest, invest in some new marketing ideas or something different for the U.S. You know, they're claiming, oh, there's no foot traffic into dealers. Well. There, no shit, there's no foot traffic into dealers. People don't shop for cars like that anymore. No. They've changed the way they're thinking about selling cars. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that is a very interesting that's, that's point, a, point that you just brought point. up, Todd. Huge point. Because uh, that was discussed a little bit, you know, sort of offline um, about the direction of how, you know, consumers are going to be buying things with how simple it is for you to, you know, have your groceries delivered to your house from, you know, Amazon Fresh or or any one of those different types of things is that, you know, maybe we're going to see a shift where we're not going to have "quote unquote" dealerships anymore. Your customer is going to be able to sit at their computer or, or device at home, pick out the car that they want, and then have it either, you know, autonomous vehicle driven to your house where you don't even have to go and pick it up, mm-hmm. um, or you know, any one of those types of scenarios can happen going oh. forward where we're going to go <clears throat> less and less of a customer service experience or frustration, as some people could call it buying you know going and buying a car is 
uh, a fairly frustrating experience. So let's hours invested in that. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this because I think, and I mean, I, I know we have to have a short show tonight, but Volvo and yeah. and their new uh, and their new coupe, their new uh, Polestar mm-hmm. uh, limited edition coupe. And this is just this is just the beginning of this of this uh, plan that they have. But it's the first car that they are selling that will be subscription based okay so that means that you can actually you can buy it if you really want you can write a check and buy it but they're not going to market that they're going to market that this is a car that you're going to subscribe to and and a damn fine looking car you will holy cow that thing is beautiful car car. so so the the notion is that they will they and this is in fact i think they're they're doing this with with um, another product as well they will include everything from obviously the car warranty maintenance and insurance mm-hmm. and that will be a monthly fee and you can also trade up or down a few times a year depending on what you need and you get it for i think two years and then you just re-up whenever you want wow, so really it's taking car sharing if you will to the next level mm-hmm. of like it's yep. more ownership meets car yeah sharing. i don't even know if it's car share yeah i think it's i think it's a it's more like it's not actually thing. It's like renting a, you know, I mean, not even renting a car at that point. So mm-hmm. you're just borrowing a car. It's like Reach Now is with mm-hmm. BMW and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I think it's, I, yeah, I think it's actually more uh, easily understood and sort of, you know, like I don't know, like a palatable thing yeah. than car sharing. Yeah. So there's one, there's one more point I want to make before I get done talking about this, and and it's uh, something that you know I'm all techie and geeky about this kind of stuff, but that there was a presentation about uh, BMW connected. And that being the next direction on how our cars are going to integrate into our lifestyles to where you're going to be able to, these cars are going to be fully, and many connected will be part of that. And it's going to be less about that cruddy app that we've all had to deal with. It's going to be more about physically the car will be connected to some external source where maybe you could buy a performance upgrade, you know, and have it enabled in the car for a while or an hour or two hours. Um, that type of stuff was discussed on how, how the customer can sort of literally not externally transform their car into a, an extension of them. They'll be able to transform uh, the experience inside of the car as well. We're talking futuristic stuff, but it's still no, happening. Think, it's, it's coming not, down no, the pipe. No, They're not, developing now. It's not futuristic at all because Tesla's doing that kind of shit yeah. right now to their exactly. car. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, and I think the concept of, of having uh, an up grade for a day is pretty interesting though yeah you know it's almost so, like yeah it's it's really interesting bmw connected was it, bmw connected 7.0 is roll is being rolled out in november so that is the first step in how can i, this can I just say something going. Can, yeah bmw connected the, the new version of bmw connected is really pretty the good the, the mini yeah. mini connected as well is, is it's gotten a lot better because it's so simple and pared down now so well, it's, you know, it like, makes sense. It's not they're not trying to throw a bunch of features that you're exactly, never going to use. Exactly, they're actually I, are listening and doing stuff. So yeah, I use it, and I and I have to say, like it's it's a it's a it's a satisfying thing to use, and once you get the hang of it, I hate that term, but once you do, um, you don't think twice about it, and it's mm-hmm. a, and it's a nice tool that well, you could take advantage of. My question is though, Gabe, is once CarPlay becomes pretty ubiquitous, those of us with iPhones, Dude, that's all you're going to. Can, I, can, I, can uh, I just say something? Can I just say something? CarPlay. Thanks, thanks, I thanks am the biggest game. Apple fan in the world. I like or whatever. You know, I'm gonna get up at 2 a.m. to order a, a million dollar iPhone in a couple <laughs> days. Like, trust me, I'm a huge Apple fan. 
CarPlay is such a piece of beta software. It's I I would not if it was in my mini I would not use it. I have had every BMW I've tested drove this year, and I've had a half dozen has had CarPlay, so and I really I impl- never I never want to deal with it because it's, it's so it's so finicky. It's poorly implemented, like down to the maps. The, I just the 3D of the maps isn't. Dave, 3D. I think you've it's used the wrong. I think on. you've used. I, yeah. You need to rent a Chevy Malibu and use CarPlay in a Chevy or a Malibu. Kia. Or a Kia I or have, a Volkswagen. I've rented, I've rented a Malibu. In fact, I had it in a Malibu not long ago that I rented. Yeah. Not, I, all the same. Cool I thought it was, it was cool. cool. It was flawless. It's it's a piece of shit. Like, there's how many apps are on there? Almost nothing. Like, just why do you need a bunch phone, of apps for driving? You need maps and music well, and messages. You're driving. You know, about... I need I need Slack. I need three no, email no, programs. No. I need Google Maps because I cannot stand maps. Yeah, I, I get that. I, yeah. There's a million things I need. You don't need Slack while you're driving. I don't, don't want to deal. Sure, I do. No, you Read don't. it out to me. Be smart about it. No, it you needs don't to need be. Slack. It needs to be automotive grade, and they need to they need to figure it out. So, I'm telling so, you, don't even introduce Gabe, it. Gabe, don't even introduce it if it's not there. Gabe, you're being like try, like you're being a fussy child. You're the being amount a fussy of time, a, the amount of time, no, he's right. Being a you're, being, you're being a diva right now. The amount of time it takes for me to 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 interface with messages is insane. I'll get you a stoplight. I'll do it in five seconds. Dude, you need to be driving. No, my car needs to drive for me. Well, <laughs> hey, until that, so happens, I can. Wow. Gabe, you need to get yourself in like a freezer chamber for like ten years, five minutes, and then wake up. Go hang out with Walt Disney and by the for way, a bit. By the, the way, all the Android a, people who are slow yeah. clapping right now, Android yeah. Auto is worse. So I'll there you go. Drop the mic right now. Yeah, there we go. And, Gabe, and not coming to BMW or me. Gabe, you want your car to not. You want your car to be your personal assistant. No, no. You want your no, car to I be Jarvis, want, and that's want, not possible. I just want. I just no, no. Here's the deal. I demand well thought through interfaces that work. I demand functionality that suits my needs. Like that means I'm a consumer. Yeah. I, no, a I, consumer. I think guys, it works pretty I'm good. Sorry, but you guys I get, like you need to you need to like. You need I get to, like, into a car with CarPlay and I say, "Hey Siri, I'm it's hungry." Delivering. It's I, a piece of shit. I get into a car with so anyway, CarPlay and I say, "Hey Siri, I'm hungry." Siri gives me like five different choices of restaurants within a five mile radius of wherever I'm sitting, and I go, "Oh, let's try this one." DB, and then she drives me a map and she gets me there. You already know what you know. You already know what you want. So you know what you say. I want I food. Videotape. It's hilarious. You say, "Take me to the closest Taco Bell." And that will be in Lexington, Kentucky. I have done so <laughs> much CarPlay testing. Maybe I have done talk. so much, so much CarPlay testing. And I have found it to be, like, not infuriating, actually hilarious. Well, so what's okay. BMW's answer? They put Alexa into every BMW now. Right. I got to tell you, that, that's fine. I, CarPlay, the, here's the deal. CarPlay will get better. It will be amazing. It's just right now it's beta. I I don't think CarPlay will ever meet your standards. (laughs) Yeah, my whole point was basically it doesn't matter what Mini and BMW – it doesn't matter what any car company is putting in, proprietarily speaking, as far as their technology goes. They are out of their league as far as technology. So we've said this for many, many years. Car companies need to stick to making good cars – that drive well and function and don't need to be in service every 12 weeks or yeah. something broken down. But okay? I don't think well, that's true. I don't think that's true. I don't think, I think anybody is, is is creating a perfect infotainment system. I don't think Apple is. I don't think I don't think Google is. I don't think Tesla is. But that's Nothing because is perfect. That's because they're being held back by all the car companies who won't open up their system to say, yeah. "Oh no, this is proprietary. You we we only that, allow this." Well, 
that so I, I I think that everybody's being held back by anything. So if you know, so I know the people. I literally know the people who have worked on the next 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 generation, two next generations of this shit for 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 BMW, and the amount of political bullshit and the amount of systems and technologies and chips and things that they have to integrate and roadmaps they have to consider, it's insane. And what Tesla was able to do, and I think Tesla's uh, experience is not perfect, but it's fascinating, is that they were able to wipe the slate clean and start from fresh. And that's what I think BMW, fine. If, if I mean, Apple buy BMW or BMW buy somebody, make it, make it, you know, because there's t- um, uh, a thousand smart people that can produce, I think, what we'd all be very happy to use. It's about getting out of their way. And it's about creating a technology solve, starting with the technology stack and creating a, an interface and functionality that we want. And you will have something that is perfect. This is but nothing new. We've got other way to do it. Gabe, we've been talking well, about this for like five years. Welcome to the club. <laughs> no, I've, I've, we've all been talking about it. And it's yeah. just frustrating to me. That it's five years on and they haven't done it. Yeah. Well, Agreed. you know, Gabe, think about this: that you know, Tesla, in a, in all comparison to any other manufacturer, is a fairly young company. But the second time is that you know, Musk basically just said, "We need to build this, and we need to build these this this user interface to be relevant to the car that we're producing." Mm-hmm. When you're talking about trying to integrate in technology and so forth to a company that's a hundred plus years old. And you've got so many different systems where they're going to say that's never going to work in here, and we're talking about a German mentality where it, it has yeah. to be proven and driven and and right. tested and tested and tested before well, they right. put their stamp of appeal on it. It'll never, it, it won't happen in, at least a, for a while. Stamp so. of approve, approval, but yeah, right. maybe appeal too. So I think you're totally right, and I think that that is part of it. And I've talked to folks inside BMW who say what you just said is literally that is the problem yeah. because you've got Tesla who are playing fast and loose with autonomy and yeah. that freaks the Germans out. And Elon Musk was like, no, people just figure it out. Like, you know, they're accountable for themselves. And meanwhile, everybody's like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? There's no lidar in that thing. And it's, it's, yeah. they're allowing it to do, uh, you know, autonomy, you know, the f- fifth level autonomy. That's f-ing crazy. Sorry. Yeah. But, but, it's- um, but, yeah. but I think to me, like that's a little bit of, designed in california or you know what i mean like it's that spirit of let's just do it but it but it it goes beyond that now because now everybody thinks that they can jump into that same sort of wagon you know dyson the vacuum company they're right, starting to, right. they're starting to produce cars and you know you even uber to well a let's be clear they haven't they haven't produced anything they're just talking about it they're talking about it so it's it's definitely like no that's never been a discussion we were you know interested in picking up crap off your carpet now all of a sudden we want to make a car that goes down the road well, they're, so, getting, they're getting some money from the the English government to to study it. I think, I think that it's interesting. I think that you're. I love what's happening because there's there needs to be pressure put on companies like BMW, who I believe, and many who I believe are are producing great products. I love to drive them. I think they're fantastic. But you know what? Our our culture is changing, and there's different needs, and they mm-hmm. definitely need to react to that. Well, they need to react quicker, and it, it needs yeah. to be, uh, it needs to have that the speed. You know, we can't move at that slow German pace where it takes a decade to, you know, develop a battery, you know, electric vehicle that that works well. Here's the thing. It's traditionally big companies like BMW, and it's not just BMW. They try and plan their products 
three and five years out, maybe even seven. Even years. longer, yeah. So oh, you ten, that. ten. You cannot yeah. do that anymore. We live no. in such a fast age of technology and things change. If you plan something that's going to happen in seven years, it'll probably be obsolete. By well, the- so Todd, yeah. to that point, think about the fa- the fashion world and fast fashion, which is um, like uh, we'll 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 start with we'll start with the Gap. So the Gap used to be like we're going to plan the next you know style of t-shirts and jeans 18 months out and then we're going to design it we're going to send it over to asia and they're going to produce it and they're going to ship it back and then along came a company called zara and they were like oh we can do that in two months Are you kidding me yeah and suddenly the gap's like well we got to close like 400 stores <laughs> no yeah. all of our shits are relevant and then a company called asos comes over is like oh we can do that in a month and so you go where you see where i'm going like Basically, right. I mean, exactly to your point, Todd, like the, the, the time span from ideation to, to, you know, basically to the market, to selling to consumers has shrunk in every category and it has to shrink in automotive. It just has to. Right. Yes, it has to. Well, think about this is that if you look at a base, you know, Tesla, where the comp, you know, the car itself is driven by the technology that's, you know, the electronics that's driving it, right? But it's a shell, so so to speak, where it can be over air updated and so forth. That's really where where we need to be. The screens mm-hmm. that we have, the you know whether it's the XL screen or whether it's a six and a half inch screen, those should be dummy screens. And we've talked about this uh, in the past, where yeah. when you plug in your iPhone, it should mirror your iPhone, where you can actually have that sort of functionality. So, um, you know, I think that we need to definitely. Um, look at they need to look at that as far as how we're going to go forward but i don't know we, we need to have moving an angry technology podcast yes angry, yes angry <laughs> I agree. Technology. yes that's but, what we're yeah, doing. I, 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 I haven't heard gabe agree. get that riled up anyway. about anything pretty much ever <laughs> nicely done sir yeah nicely it's done. been a while sorry it's been a while I, it has been a while i don't i don't get that riled up very often but yeah you know making me work all those f-bombs and s-bombs i've got it sorry <laughs> I've got a I've got a, a presentation. I've got a I've got a speech at a conference tomorrow morning at eight thirty AM and I uh, I need to figure out what I'm gonna talk about. Well I hope you uh, use less F bombs during your presentation. I think No, but what I'm committed to doing at one point is during the during the speech, uh walking backwards with my hands behind my back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Like away from the crowd. I want to not face the crowd at one point because it's that ballsy move that Steve Jobs used to do. Yeah, he used to do it all the time. Yeah. He just like literally walk the other way. I want to see that. Make sure everybody's waiting for you. He wasn't the first one to do it. It's it's John Wayne. Oh, sure. You know how badass it is to back a horse up? (laughs) (laughs) John Wayne did it first. (laughs) And Todd brings us around with uh, a torch joke to shut us down for the night. Perfect. Uh, That's right. Very good. That was a great conversation. Brian, thanks for sharing your experience in Germany. That was very awesome. Uh, Thanks for everybody else for (laughs) joining in. Very, very cool. Chat, thanks for sitting there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm feeding the dogs. Something. Good grief. <laughs> really quick, guys, let's remind you about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Our friends over at Cravenspeed, cravenspeed.com. They sell all the cool stuff for all, pretty much any car that has you have in your driveway. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have a Mini. It doesn't matter if you have a Volkswagen. You could have a Fiat. You could have a Toyota pickup truck for heck, for crying out loud. Uh, they have really cool stuff for just about every car you could possibly have or want. Um, but let's stick with minis. You have you live in a state that requires a front license plate, but you really don't want to drill into your bumper. 
Platypus license plate mount is for you. Stubby, the stubby antenna, you're going to get one of those just so your car doesn't look like it's a remote control toy. Uh, if you've got a first or second generation mini that still has a dipstick and you want to be able to read it and you don't want it to break when you put it in the car, you're going to get the dipstick. If you've got an R53, you're going to get a Craven Speed pulley when you upgrade your pulley. You're going to get all the things and you're going to get them from Craven Speed. And if you don't get them from Craven Speed when you're over at Detroit Tuned uh, having Chatter or Marzo work on your car, you're going to have Chatter Marzo order them from Craven Speed. Or if you're out here in Arizona and Jerry's working on your car, he's going to get Craven Speed parts for you. That's the way it works. You want the Craven, Craven Speed stuff because it's cool, it's awesome, and it's made of 100% unobtainium and unicorn tears. Well, actually, probably <laughs> Kellen's b- b- Whiskey Tears, but we'll like Unicorn t- Tears better. Anyway, uh, CravenSpeed.com. They've been an OG sponsor of uh, What You're Afraid of Motoring File forever, too. So they're really cool people. We like them a lot. We know you like them, too. Make sure if you do place an order at CravenSpeed.com, make sure you mention there's a comment form there. Make sure you mention that, you know, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, being our good friends, our buddies, our pals over at CravenSpeed, CravenSpeed.com. Go over and check them out. Please, Todd. I'm Don't happy to see. I'm, no, I was gonna say. I'm just. I'm just. Ha- I'm happy to hear kind words out of your mouth about about the club. Uh, I knew it was go oh, about the clubbing. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it's it's a it's a good handling car. Unfortunately, no one wants to buy it. Well, so, why would they? It's a wagon. It's the United States. Everybody wants to sit up as high as possible because they're scared. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, those aren't the exact words that you used in our Slack channel, Gabe, but it's pretty close. Yeah. I'd like to think I stay fairly true. Yeah, you're pretty close. <laughs> something, something about lady parts, I uh, think. So. Something no, about, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yes, it was. That's no, exactly, no, no, exactly no. what it was. I, I, that was an imposter. It was likely one of the robots. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Blame the Russian bots uh-huh. on everything. Okay. The Russian yeah. diva. Anyway, wow. with that, I'm going to color us done. If you are a patron, you should have already got the this week's edition of Black Roof Radio. If you aren't getting Black Roof Radio and you really want to get it, it's simple. All you have to do is click over to patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. There's a link at whiteroofradio.com. Just click on over there and. Whoa, hey. Yikes. And we're under attack. Okay. Apparently. Your your, secre- your secretary is is out of control. Yeah, I think they're done the, the show in uh, Detroit. Yeah, something. Anyway, yeah. Click, click over to uh, click, back. click over to the Patreon <laughs> Club page, and you can get yourself signed up. Uh, a buck a show, and you get Black Roof Radio. So you, that's essentially you get double the episodes. If we make uh, two shows a month, you get two episodes of Black Roof Radio. It's really cool. Plus, anything new and exciting that I can manage to sneak out to you guys that uh, I don't think is usually fitting or will fit in the regular feed. Of the show. That again, patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. Every little bit helps. Thank you so much. Um, and Todd, motoringstripes.com. What's going on over there? Um, I just completed the uh, F60 Countryman rear bumper protection strip. Nice. To protect your bumper from that fold out picnic shelf. Mm, yeah. So, Sweet. yeah, I already sold uh, every one of my uh, first production run of them. So, we've got more material on order coming in but it's done it looks fantastic so we're gonna uh, see pick- we'll see those on the website pretty soon yeah as soon as i get back from sema i don't want to i'm gonna be gone for a week at sema next week so okay uh i don't be you know having a whole bunch of orders waiting for me when i get back so gotcha. they'll go so, up right after so uh That's for good. the bumper protection strip we've got the the clubman the new clubman we've got the mm-hmm. r60 countryman the previous gen countryman and then upcoming is the new countryman the f60 countryman bumper protection strip as well Yes, sir. Wow. And next show, I'm going to talk about the blackout, the uh, JCW blackout kit uh, that um, <laughs> I applied 
Yeah, nice. Stripes. Next show. Nice. And don't forget, too, while you're over there, you can check out some of the stripes that Todd can actually produce and send out, and you can put them on your car. You get Todd Pearson designed and installed stripes. They actually fit. They they look correct, not like those lame factory stripes the way they used to do it, where they were like an inch short in the top and the bottom. That, oh, they that, still are. They still are. It just makes me nutty. Todd stripes actually fit, sends you with enough material. Super easy to install. You can do it yourself. And then uh, the bonus is the motoringstripes.com hack, which is to get the white roof radio sunroof delete kit. You just click over to the contact form. Tell Todd what year mini you have, what color roof, sunroof your roof you want, or what color you want your <coughs> sunroof delete kit to be. And uh, he will get that taken care of for a mere, a measly $100. Done. Everyone is sweet this week. What's that? Shipping one to Sweden this week. Wow! See, wow. even in Good Sweden, even cool. in Sweden, they want their air conditioning to work better. So just click <laughs> over to motoringstripes.com, use the contact form, just say, "Hey Todd, I've got a 2004 Mini Cooper S with a sunroof, and I want the white sunroof delete kit. Where do I send my hundred dollars?" And he'll get it taken care of for you. Done and done. And it's super simple to install. You can do it yourself. Really, it's really easy. Can't mess it up. Anyway, motoringstripes.com. You know because blank is boring. But I'm now officially done. Anybody? 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 Done. Oh, I'm out. Uh, very good. Watch, watch Instagram next week for pictures from SEMA. Uh, yeah. Uh, keep an eye on the White Roof Radio Instagram gang. That's at uh, White Roof Radio. Of course, you can follow us there. And we're also on the Twitter. But everything, Todd will be taking pictures of all the bikini girls at SEMA next week. So that'll probably be pretty exciting. And maybe another. Oh, and hey, BMW. And, and by the way, I know BMW and Mini are co-sponsoring the uh, Continental Extreme Driving Experience. Hmm. At SEMA this year. Nice. Um, really? So, yeah, BMW and Mini will be in the new, there's a new pavilion. Um, it's kind of outdoor. Uh, you know, they get the three halls yeah. at Las yeah. Vegas Convention Center. Well, this one is outdoors. So, I don't even think you have to be registered to go uh, take part of this. Like, all the stuff outdoor at SEMA, you don't need your, you don't need a pass to get into. Right. So, it, it's going to be pretty cool. And this is um, outdoor on the south end of the convention center, BMW and Mini are kind of at the back, and then right there, they're co-sponsoring the Continental Tire Extreme Driving Experience. Well, okay. Huh. So if you happen to be in Vegas, October 31st to November 3rd, and you're looking for something cool, cruise on over to Las Vegas Convention Center. If you actually have a pass, try to find Todd. He'll have a white Refredo sticker for you if you can actually find him. <laughs> yes. Sweet. Oh, good grief. Anyway, gang, we are done for the night. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for your patience during uh, the travels and everything else that's been keeping us from making shows on a regular basis. Um, but this is the part of the show where I do like to remind you to, uh, if you have any questions, if you have any comments or concerns, go ahead click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. Cheers. See ya. Avita saying. And I didn't make the funny clicking sound, but I'll do that next time. That's okay.